A word to the wise, formality has left the building, giving you the answers to life's questions that even your best friends would be too shy to offer. This is Snyder On Call with Ann Snyder and Julie Snyder. No relation. No topic is off limits, and even when they don't have an answer, you'll get an answer. Now, here are Julie Snyder and Ann Snyder. Welcome to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. We're here for women. We're here to offer advice, counsel, wisdom, no judgment. We are here because we smile and laugh. For the whole hour we are in studio, <laughs> we honestly think women don't smile enough. We don't laugh enough. Why is everyone so angry? We're seeing a lot of anger in midlife for the lady friends. So we want every woman who listens to view this as really taking a happy pill. Yeah. Not happy like feral happy. It's like a mood stabilizer, like a mood enhancing drug, if you will. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's a drug. But we're here for women. We love doing this podcast. We've been at it. We've actually been at it for over three years, but we've only been on air, if you will, since January. Right, when we got our souped-up studio. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much to the Mr. Snyders and to technology, to our right. friends at Podbean. Our friends at Best Buy. Our friends on <laughs> Facebook. Anybody else that wants to be friends with us. So we are halfway through summer, Anne. And They're not joking when they say the dog days, boy. We are, are howling at the moon. I've got so <laughs> So, I, I mean, I just can't believe how much I have to talk about. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. I haven't decided yet what music I'm going to play. And I did get a private message from a friend of mine who's a lawyer. I want to assure our listeners, we are paying ASCAP. That's the American Society of Arts and Country Performers or something. something. We are paying an annual fee in compliance with all copyright laws. Yeah, the reality is, as flexible and as agreeable as we are, we would not do well in prison. So no. we are law-abiding citizens. <laughs> Orange might be the new black, but... Doesn't look good on a redhead. Don't look good on a redhead. Don't look good on a big blonde. No. I'm just saying. So there you go, ladies. We'll be right back. So enjoy the musical interludes. Because it's costing us a dollar ninety-nine. No, and rest assured, ladies. Rest assured. We'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. And Julie, we are at the halfway mark. We have made it through Memorial <laughs> Day. We have made it through the 4th of July with nobody blowing their fingers off with an <laughs> or firecracker. Oh, my um, Lord. We both had the joy and Xanadu of sending our respective children off to week-long summer camps where they probably talk ill of us. Sleepaway camp. Sleepaway camp, if you will. But now we're winding down. It's it's August 1st. We got the school supplies. Wait, it's to... not. Wait, wait, wait. Well, wait, no, wait. we coming up on August 1st. You're making so, me real well, nervous. I have another week before August and 1st. And I got school supplies on the shelves at the stores. Oh. I got the summer reading hanging over my head. I got a lot of people looking for me to sign up for back-to-school committee and such. Oh. So, how how are you holding up? I, too, enjoyed the week of away camp for Junior. And uh, I don't know that if he enjoyed it or not, because upon pickup day, I was back in my hometown, Pittsburgh, yeah. for my all-high school reunion. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is an all-high school reunion? An all-high school reunion means all-in every class from when the school was founded in 1898 until federal law stepped in and created a larger school district with more diversity. Wow, wow. And that was 1982. Wow. So the all-high school reunion for Edgewood High School happened, and I've actually got to tell you a little bit about that. I want to tell you about high school reunion. I have got to tell you about when Mr. Snyder took me to a cabin. Oh, God. We're a lot of things for our listeners. We're a lot of things. We're funny. We're smart. We think we're good moms. We're metropolitan based. We're metropolitan based. 
we're not campers on any level. And like uh-uh. we, you hear people say, like roughing it is when the hotel doesn't have the room service. Like that couldn't be more true for from a lady and I. Like we. We like a bed. We like a roof. We like four walls. If a free breakfast is there, that's not a bad thing. We need electricity and internet access. And other than in my own house, where I really don't even allow it, I don't want any kind of animals or critters <laughs> even on the same floor with me. Like, I don't want anybody in my room. I don't need any. I, I, no, no, no. Well, I've got to tell you a lot about how that whole trip went. I do want to talk about yard sales. Uh. And I, if we have time, there was a friend milestone birthday. Uh, I often say, I don't know how I get on these guest lists, but I sure am happy to attend. And again, a <laughs> celebration of all things woman, hoodie, if you willy, <laughs> at the country club. Wow. It was a surprise. That's a lily <laughs> It was a pink and green delight. Uh, we just continue to say, ladies, hydrate. Hydrate. Keep hydrating. And we don't care with what, because yeah, I mean, because we're equal opportunity hydrate. The liquor closet got a little a little low this week. <laughs> well, she sure did. She worried me a little oh. bit. All right, we're gonna be right back. I'm Ann Snyder. Julie Snyder. Snyder on call. Well, welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And Ann, this is a midsummer night's dream. Ain't it though? <laughs> Just halfway Ain't through summer. <laughs> there are a couple of things going on uh, at this Snyder house. Uh, one is we delight in having central air conditioning. Amen. Uh, the second is that my beloved has taken on not one, not two, but three uh, renovation projects within the four walls. Love it or list it. Yeah. I mean, we don't talk about things in advance. And I, I am so in love with my husband. But I came home one day and he was steaming. Okay, first of all, it's like 100 degrees outside. He's got the wallpaper steamer going. Cause sure he does. Because he's enjoying <laughs> central air while he does it. He steamed off all the wallpaper from our kitchen breakfast nook. Without notification, without a work plan, without, no, Mm -mm. nothing. So now I'm looking at raw plaster. I'm looking at a light fixture with a gaping hole in the ceiling. Nothing says Lego my ego like plaster appearance. And I'm awaiting the delivery of the new kitchen table, which, which I'm going to give them respect. I was, I was called in on that. So I appreciate that. We've got that. We've got a whole patio fence going up right outside of Junior's room. Mm -hmm. So if anybody is hearing a -a (laughs) rat-a-tat-tooey. Bob the Builder over on, over at Shea Snyder South. He's right. With his riveting He's right outside our studio window, actually. It's sort of bugging me that uh, it's going to ruin our, our, oh. our audio quality there. I just heard a little electric drill. But I will say that my husband has a colleague at his work site, if you will, who has a summer cottage. And we've said before we live on the Canadian border. We are Americans. We're proud to be Americans. And even though Canada is right across uh, the Niagara River, if you will, you are in a foreign land. Yeah. And what, no, we love our Canadian listeners, but I'm telling you, they're foreigners. Yes. Yeah. They are in a foreign country, foreign. It's a different currency. It's a different ketchup. It's a different culture. It's, everything's different. In Canada, you live quite densely in urban areas like Toronto or St. Catharines or Montreal or mm. Quebec City. If you will. The common culture of Canadians is to have a summer cottage. A camp. A a place away from the city. A place away from the city, a place near fresh water. And Canada's got fresh water in space. We're going to fish, we're going to boat, we're going to kayak. And let me tell you, you want to know what else Canada has, Anne? They have something called bears. Oh, wow. They have black flies, and they got red coyote. They got red squirrels. What about the vicious Canadian black squirrel? Did you ever see those jet black squirrels uh, in I, Canada? Uh, yeah, actually, Ann, I have seen them. <laughs> I've actually shared a bed with I, one. I, and and I uh, recently had this opportunity, which I took advantage of the fact that I was in a foreign country and that I hit $150 in 
foreign data charge. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I got the $50 notice, I got the 100, then I got the 150. Uh-oh. Do you think I cared no because no. if I was going to die in the wilderness, it's I wanted the price. I wanted price. something recorded. Right. Price well paid. Let me just read this to you. What do you got? Going to a cottage in wilderness with people you don't know very well. They talk and talk and talk about what? All you want to do is sleep or have them think about getting silent. They're so excited you came. They cannot believe you, meaning me, (laughs) that I would ever come. They're in shock that I came. We're so excited you came. We can't believe you came. We were so excited you came. We love it here. We love the cottage life. While all this is going on, I am simmering in an anger level, which I rarely have. But I'm of getting, like blood, alcohol, and, and angry at my husband anger, for yes. putting me in this situation. Okay. Yeah. Now, the other thing. Now, where did you th- <laughs> think you were going? I thought I was going to a resort area north of Toronto. Where there were shops and cafes and places to kill sort your time of, and get free an, intranet. A, a sort of a Patagonia meets L.L. Bean meets the L.L. Cool J. <laughs> meets the <laughs> Not the case? Let me tell you what else people do. In Canada, when they have a cottage and a bunkie. Now, oh, the, bunkie what's the bunkie is not to be confused with the skunky, because the skunky <laughs> was there too. He on the guest list too. <laughs> that skunky <laughs> was there. The bunkie is where the children sleep. It's what? separate from the main cottage. Oh, so it's like it's like, like a, a little sleeping cottage. Sure, sure. And just a room with bunks in it, and a refrigerator full of Labatt's Canadian beer, which they're sure my ten-year-old isn't going to drink. Right. But I'm going to tell you what Canadians do. In addition to talking at their cottage, they drink and they drink and they drink. And did I mention the English bull mastiff? Oh, my God. Did I mention that while we were in the main cottage? Oh, lucky. A plywood wall separating us from the master bedroom on one side. What? What? A plywood wall on the other side separating us from the one flush toilet and bathroom. The cottage (coughs) uh, structure is... She's thin. Uh, Did I mention the twin beds? No. Did I mention... You and Mr. are in twin beds? Oh, yeah. Like, what's that 50 TV show? Lucy and Ricky? (laughs) We were in twin beds. You and Lucy and Ricky beds? And did I mention the bull mastiff? Yeah. Because guess where he wanted to sleep night one after I (laughs) drank enough Canadian Club to speak French? I went ahead into my room while they were still at fire pit. Bull Mastiff was in my bed. Oh, no. I'm going to post it on Facebook because I don't think they listen to this. How do you get him to move? Well, I said, come on. Could you go in the other? Could you go in the other bed? Well, no. Then he went, jumped in there. Phil had all his stuff. I've had it. You know what? I read Vogue. I read Vanity Fair. I read three weeks of the Sunday New York Times. Did you pen a note for who might (laughs) find your body? You know how people who are out in survival and they really think like the end is near, so they get anything they can and they scratch a note. I woke up. Meanwhile, Phil is like, I love it here. I love it here. The air is so fresh. It's uh, so quiet. Come uh, and look at the stars. Uh, you know what? I'm not. The only stars I'm going to say are when I when I punch your lights out <laughs> and those cartoon <laughs> stars, stars are flying around your <laughs> noggin. I've had it. I just went in ill prepared. Well, like I mean, what's the hook? Does he say want to go away for the weekend, my love? I mean, do you feel like he takes enough bullets for you? So like you got to take. You the... know what? And and you know what, Anne? Uh, let's just wrap this segment up by saying he takes so many bullets for me related to my career my journey my friends that poor guy my family on 200 (laughs) nights a year so when he says let's go to the cottage Uh, in muskoka i can't say it's no joke in muskoka So I'm going to post a few pictures. but I, Were you gracious? Did you bring a hostess gift? I stopped at Duty Free, and I bought two uh, liters of Canadian and Club. And guess what? <laughs> guess what? They probably loved it, but you probably drank three quarters of I it. I did. I did. And it's I, the thought that counts. You know what? We're going to do a Snapfish book. We're going to get all those images of Ooh. being on the boat. And being on the ski do oh. and letting the boys tube. And you that, do ski do? No, I don't okay. do ski do. <laughs> the bull mastiff has a. What's his real name? 
I forget. I love that your Mr. Snyder is hard at work building an arc or whatever <laughs> right outside the studio. We I think it adds to our credibility <laughs> to hear that knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Well, all I can say to you, when you're in relationship, long-term committed, i.e. legally bound and obligated, and your partner says, we need to take this trip, you know what, do it. And and. Let go and let God, ladies. We all have to do things we don't like in life. All right. All right. Wow. I'm never going there again. Ever. Noted. Ever. Noted. Okay. We'll be right back. Check it off the list. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we are here halfway through summer, barely making it. I mean, we're, we're pretty dehydrated. We're looking at the calendar, and it's too early to get ready for back to school, Ann. But have you been to any weddings? What, tell me what's, uh, oh, like, on the man. social calendar. What have you done since we were last in studio? Since we were last in studio, I've been to several High school and college graduation parties. Oh, yeah. I've been to a retirement party. Sadly, not for myself. (laughs) I've been to just about 30 to 40 baseball games. I'm averaging one a day at this point. Wow. We do travel baseball, so we're in and out of town. We're at every... I don't want to start naming name brands because we don't have endorsements. Right, but... But if you got a free breakfast, I'll... See you've been see you on the weekend. Tell me about going down to the state of Delaware and going to Rehoboth Beach. Oh my gosh. What is that like? Because that, that's on the Atlantic Ocean. That's right on the Atlantic Tell Ocean. Tell me more. Rehoboth Beach, Delaware is a, a seaside town where my son has a baseball tournament. This is the second year in a row. Now, the first year, we didn't know what we didn't know. So we stayed about 40 minutes from the ocean and we're, we're sad that we did. So we got smart. And this year, we rented a house right at the ocean. Wow. And we did that with our Canadian friends. And I think, as you mentioned in our previous <laughs> segment, the Canadians, they start drinking with their breakfast. They drink what's <laughs> called a Caesar. What? It's like a Bloody Mary, but made with Clamato juice instead of the Mr. and Mrs. T's. So they start drinking at breakfast. And at lunch, you got to have a beer with your burger. And then after lunch, all bets are off. Because you are kidding duty me. Duty-free <laughs> got nothing on my Canadian They love. can hold their liquor, though. I'm going to tell you, it takes it. a lot to get a Canadian tip. You've got that right. Yeah, so, they, they've got a high tolerance. I mean, I still have a lot of sand in my own personal vehicle, and I've been home for about three weeks now. But just the living's easy. The water's there, the boardwalk. There's, you know, fun in the sun. Rehoboth is really one of the closest beaches for people from our nation's capital. Mm -hmm. I remember when I lived and worked in D.C., we would go to Rehoboth, and I remember that one highway was like bumper to bumper to bumper. What's it like in and out of there? I mean, getting in, we had no problem. Getting out on a Sunday Sunday night after the 4th of July, no jokey. Lord have mercy. Um, It's probably about two hours from D.C., and it's fairly close to Ocean City, Maryland. It's great. It's just beach living. We had a lot of fun. Great. And the beauty of traveling out of the zip code is, oh, you're out of the zip code. So all bets are off. Guess what? Yeah, I'm wearing my plus-size bathing suit with, with no cover-up. Good for you. How's that for you, Rehoboth? Good for you, No honey. joke. Good for you. I mean, I'm singing karaoke in a gay bar. No disrespect. What? I brought the house down. Three numbers. What did you do? Um, what karaoke? I do brown egg girl. Oh, that's an easy sweet one. Sweet Caroline, because the, oh, the, the crowd, crowd loves it. it. Um, and then me and my Canadian counterpart, we did a little shout from Animal House, and we got that crowd going. You make me want to shout. Oh, kick put your, your hands up. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, good times. What um, time did you leave that karaoke bar? When they closed. What? <laughs> yeah, we shut her down. We helped stack chairs. We felt like we should. And you are too old to be Stumble. out that late. No, because my, my kid is with other kids, and they have, they're back at the beach house whooping it up, and the adults went out and got schnookered. Oh, Lord. Hey. Well, I love it. And you know what? Listen. Listeners, I want you to listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cautionary tale. No. 
I love the idea of really letting your hair down. That is one of the trademark hallmarks of summertime. Get out of the zip code and let her ride. Right, Annie? Let her rip. Oh, yeah. Let her rip. Rock yeah. and roll and karaoke is no jokey. <laughs> karaoke is no jokey. And people take her real serious. And the thing is, like, you, you only got one life. Live it. A Live it. Men. You don't know what tomorrow's going to bring, if tomorrow's even going to come. Well, I'm I, I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad that you make me want to shout. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. Snyder on call. Snyder on call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. And we today are talking about a lot of things having to do with home decor and things around ye old homestead. And I wanted to talk about on a recent trip up the New York State Thruway about something that I found quite disturbing but caught my eye and I thought we could kind of dice it out here. It's it's the country lawn hoarding. Do you know what I mean when I say country lawn hoarders? People who live in the country or on a rural area or they have a huge piece of property that they just can't enjoy without filling it up with old bicycles and a school bus and you know a rocking horse and a gas grill well for those of us that live in more urban areas we can't imagine as we drive down the road and look to our right and our left and see scenic pasture and then certainly we come upon what what you would describe as the country lawn hoarder and this is very different than the urban home hoarder the country lawn hoarder usually is not at a shortage of property or barns or outhouses outposts (laughs) They got, I mean, they've got more space to tidy this up and organize it and get it off the lawn and off the back 40. They cannot help themselves. And, you know, we talk about feng shui and harmony and balance. Oh, my God. The disruptive nature of the country order is really one that I think is unique to those living in the more pastoral settings. I think it's a cry for help because they've got their whole life on display. When I drive by a country lawn hoarder, I can see the past 30 years of their <laughs> life played out in knick-knack, gadgetry, lawn tools, vehiculars. And, and did you ever know that there were so many old rusted-out campers and farm equipment? No. Old cars, bicyclers, lawn furniture, a full patio set in various stages of debris and decay. Well, the funny thing is that if they lived in a more urban area, they would know the trash fairies Mm. come a-calling. And in the city, the trash fairies come driving by, and anything you put out to the curb is quickly swept up to go to the junkyard. One man's trash is another man's treasure. You get paid by the pound, and you get paid by the type of weight waste particle it is, whether it's metal, tin, steel, or the heroin of all trash, copper. It seems <laughs> that there is a copper shortage in the United States, and copper is going on the market for more than gold. So anytime I see the lawn hoarders, I think, boy, if I could just bring a few men in the rusty pickup truck that yeah. goes up and down my street, they'd have this thing cleaned up, cleared out in no time flat. That's for sure. Now, another gray area for me is how to differentiate country lawn hoarder from country person having a yard sale. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know. I I don't know the difference. I don't want to pull over and say, how much for the rusty Chevy? And have him say, no, it's just parked on my grass. (laughs) Well, and again, we all have relatives. Even if we don't live out in the pastoral farmland, everyone has, as I say, we all have a relative in Ohio. I don't care where you live in this country, you have the relatives in Ohio. And invariably, you and your family or you and your partner will get in the car and head to Ohio. And that is a great state. We love Cleveland. We love Cincinnati. We even love Columbus. But I'm telling you, 
you get off the the by and by, you're going to see the Red Barn Tobacco Barn, and you're going to see the Country Lawn Hoarder. Mm. So keep your eyes out. Let us know on Facebook. Actually, send us any pictures, because we would sure love to see some. Great fun. Next time we take a trip, we're going to post them as well. Oh, yeah. That'll be great. That's a good story. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. We're here for women. We're here to reflect on our life journey. We're here to laugh. We really want women to laugh and for the most part to be supportive of each other. But you know, Ann, there is one thing that we are on to. We were talking about this right before we came in studio. Oh, yeah. We, we're on to you broads that are plain, that you're literary geniuses. You're Little and Brown. You're Harper and Collins. You're, you're in a book club. <laughs> no, you're not. What you, kind of club is it? I, it's, How do you it's, join? It's what? let's get together and drink a, three cases of Chardonnay <laughs> every third Tuesday of the month. And let's get the cliff notes or let's ask somebody on Monday afternoon if they read To Kill a Mockingbird and get the bullet points so that when we sit down with our case of Chardonnay on Tuesday night at a restaurant you picked because you picked this month's book, cut it out. Well, I have a friend who's in book club, mm. and when her, when it's her turn to host, they don't go to a restaurant. They go to her home. Okay. She has to take the day off work. Oh, to clean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Book club. Book club. I, I, I can't. Gotta, I'm, I booked. Clean. I'm booked. I'm booked. I got to clean. I'm booked. I'm booked. I'm booked all right. I'm booked next Tuesday. Don't even. I, it's my Why turn to host. just call it cleaning I'm club? Hosting. Call I'm, it cleaning club. I'm hosting. Really? What book What book are you reading? Oh, I haven't read the book yet, but I got to get ready for book club. How are you going to read the book and clean mm-hmm. the house and get an appetizer going and shoot to the liquor store for a case of Chardonnay? Well, and the other thing that happens, as I understand it with the book club, is at every book club, there is like one or two people that are, are there for the real pure reason Let's of being a book club. Discussion leaders. Yeah, because guess what? <laughs> they read the book. They read the book. They're often either unemployed. Closet librarian. <laughs> Unhappily married. They have a beach house. And they have not only read the book, they've taken notes, and they're going to lead the discussion. And they don't like people like you and me, Anne. Because if no. we were in book club, you know where we'd be? In the kitchen, drinking and eating. Yep. Sidebar. Yep, yep. Oh, sorry about what happened to Atticus. Real sorry. Um, (laughs) Now, my mom's in a book club, and she's in a book club with her boss and with other ladies from work or associated with their work. It's a law firm. I hope I'm not violating. I don't believe that they... And so, hypothetically, hypothetically, my mom picks the book, and it can be anything, really. They have a very wide spectrum of what they will read. Then... The following month, they get together on the first Tuesday at a restaurant my mom has picked because she picked the book. Okay. And then they sit down and they all order what they're going to order. A lot of it is alcohol. I'm not going to lie to you. And then... (laughs) They drink their dinner. They drink their dinner and they get their apps or they get whatever they're going to get. And whether there's... Whether you just had a salad or a steak or a lobster, they split it five, six ways. I like it. Reasonable Dutch tree. Right. They discuss the book. But my mom, who is, to her credit, an avid reader, she is, she's with us on this. She gets real amped up when people don't read the book. Not as amped up as she gets when someone picks a book about vampires or some crap that she doesn't care about. <laughs> Blood suckers. Yeah. She don't care about that. She wants everything to be Pride and Prejudice, Sense and Sensibility, or a World War II novel. <laughs> I'm calling flag on the play because then she gets all fired up and takes the next 28 days to crab about how so-and-so didn't even read the book. Oh, my God. And then they take it a step further where if the story is about a Hurricane Katrina survivor, they try to pick a restaurant that has New Orleans food. Oh, so I'm they, out. they try to tie it. Like, guess, yeah, guess I'm what? Out. I'm just going to get a case of Chardonnay and drink myself to sleep. And that, I'm not going to read. I'm going to watch the movie. That's like a merge <laughs> of my parents' dinner club where oh. they would pick a theme. Now you got to tie it into liter- literary. And the whole thing is you got to clean the house. Uh, I'm out. Well, it reminds me of a 1950s, 1960s 
gathering of women. It was card club. Uh, and when another sham. <laughs> Card club. Another front for boozing. They'd all get together and play bridge. Remember that? She's in my club. She's in my card club. I see her at club. Well, I want to do two things, Anne. I want to salute Oprah Winfrey. For getting it going. For getting it going. And Oprah's book club really, I would say. Do you think Oprah read all those books? Uh, I don't know. I think somebody read for Oprah and told her what happened. But Oprah's book club leapfrogged the entire publishing industry on, on the side of its head to really remember that women, guess what? We run it all. We run the economy. We make purchasing decisions. And in those instances, when Oprah said, I like this book, you better get those presses going. So I want to give a shout out to Oprah. Second thing I want to do is give a shout out to women for coming up with creative new ways to gather and get together. But you don't have to do it under the guise of anything. Just go out with your friends. Do it without guilt, right? You don't need legitimacy of a book club. How about these places that are popping up where you can come and drink yourself silly while we teach you how to paint a vacuum? Oh, yeah. I'm out. I'm (laughs) I'm out. I'll just drink. No, I'm not. No. no, I'm good on artwork. I don't don't need it. I'm not crafty. Uh, All right, ladies. I mean, this is we're going to edit this back so that it's reasonable. We don't want to offend. We salute women. We salute the gathering of women. We salute women that read books and of course we love women that have a cocktail we just don't like it all at once do we no no No, that's too much everything in moderation thank you i'm julie snyder i'm snyder snyder on call a bestseller book coming to a store near you Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder, and I am uh, just wanting to talk a little bit. I know we talk about country lawn hoarders, and I think we're going to – that's a TBT. We're going to pop yeah. that on for this uh, this summer segment, if you will. That's out in the rural areas. Yes. And let's talk a little bit about what we saw just <laughs> today on the way back from our friend's gorgeous in-ground Gunite pool. Is it a gunite or gunnet? We, I don't know. We're in a beautiful neighborhood at a friend's pool, driving back here to get into studio with our two wet kids in the back seat sitting on their towels, and all of a sudden, Anne saw a sale, if you will, and not at the liquor store. But a garage sale, a yard sale. Wow. A yard it, sale. Now, I think I've mentioned this before. I like rolling up on a yard sale and trying to see what's the motivator. Is it a wife having a nervous breakdown? Is it I'm not having any more babies, so here's everything I've ever used to raise my children out on my lawn for display? Is it empty divorce. Ne- we're divorce. getting a divorce. Empty nesters. Our kids have gone off to college, so now we're going to sell the rock'em sock'em robots and the treadmill. A yard sale tells a story It's what I'm getting at. It's an archaeological dig (laughs) above ground. Right. (laughs) Meets hoarders buried alive. I see a lot of knick-knack, paddy-whack. I see fiesta wear. I see tools. I see lamps. I see exercise equipment. Bikes and boats and trains and trucks. All right. Here's what we're going to do for you ladies. First of all, we understand there is a need for minimalism in life today. We understand that we as Americans have far too much clutter and stuff. Preach. And managing our stuff takes up a lot of time. So on the one hand, I love it when I see someone in the neighborhood who has really just snapped. Yeah, and, and oh, they, they yeah that's what happens. It's a full snap. They start throwing stuff out the front window because mm-hmm. they're going to make mm-hmm. it a yard sale. There are sort of tiers of yard sales. There's the yard sale, the garage sale, the estate sale. Wow. That's like uh, the granddaddy. That's of your all granddaddy. Sales. But the yard sale is when you throw it all out on the front yard. And Uncle. Let me just give all of you women who are thinking of doing a purge and a cleanse, if you will, <laughs> the best way to do it. Okay, go buy those big black plastic bags from Home Depot, the contractor grade bag. Fill them up with anything you don't want. Go to Goodwill and drop them all off. Yep. 
Sales over. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you opt not to take that advice, at the least I'm going to tell you what I don't want you to put out in your front yard because nobody's going to buy it. Well, don't put out the vases from the florist from the last six years. Nobody wants them. Because they have them too. Don't put out any stuffed animals. They are germ-ridden contagions. (laughs) Nobody wants them. Put those in the contractor bag and send those to Toy Town. Don't put stained baby clothes also offensive. Donate those to a, refugee, or a refugee house. Home. Please. Please. Don't put out clothing from eight years ago. Now, 28 years ago, put it out because guess what? It's called she, vintage. It'll yeah, sell. She coming back with a vengeance. But something from eight or nine years Mm-mm. ago, shoulder pads, uh, bright and also, colors. Like, I'm going, I won't say this. Don't put out your three quarters full bottle of Vaseline <laughs> self tanner because it made your skin orange. Nobody uh, wants your half used product because you didn't like don't it. Don't put out any personal product. I'm not buying cut your perfume. Out. I'm not buying your dead husband's aftershave. No. I'm not going to do it. I mean, there are things that are totally permissible. Have at it. Your dishes that you you upgraded your pattern, old purses, I mean, hockey skates, any kind of sporting equipment. Sporting equipment. People moves, love that. Yeah. Moves. But I'll tell you, like, we probably have a yard sale, like, every other year. Oh, I know, cause because I, when, I, when we I have our yard it. sale, Julie comes, like, she's she's the manager on duty. Price she, she, like, sell. comes over <laughs> under the guise of, I'm just going to sit and keep you comfortable. She can't. She can't help herself. She uh-uh. has on like an apron from Home Depot and she's got change and dollar bills. She's walking up and down the driveway saying, everything's priced to sell. <laughs> My Mr. Snyder is having a stroke. You better tell Julie I'm not just going to take $2 for that. Um, I am. Our, our wait, children wait, wait. are staffing like a lemonade stand <laughs> and watching their Legos go bye-bye. And I, I just want to be in my bed. Like, I don't and want any part. I, I hate it. I love it when Anne does a yard sale. Oh. And she does every other year. Closeout, blowout. It's every other year, I snap. Every other year. And Anne has almost got to the point where she doesn't want to tell me when they're having it. <laughs> She's like, oh, you wouldn't want to come. It's going to be hot. I'm like, what do you mean? And not only am I coming, but I have a few items I'd like to add. And then Anne goes, "Uh, all right. I am the (laughs) P. Bring me a coffee. I am the P.T. Barnum of Anne Snyder's yard I bring a soundtrack. Yeah. I bring a beverage. She brings a box of donuts. I bring a box of donuts. And a lawn chair. We sit under an awning. (laughs) We let our kids run up and down the street. Everything must go. Orphans. Yard sale orphans. Oh, my gosh. And what I tell Anne, and her her husband actually doesn't look me in the eye usually when I go "Uh, home. You know, Julie just sold my bike for $10. (laughs) I still ride that. (laughs) Sorry. I tell Anne. And look it, it's two o'clock. We have two hours <laughs> before happy hour to move this merchandise, or we're gonna have to schlep it to Goodwill because nothing. This is the rule with <laughs> this the yard is unsolicited sale. Unsolicited help. Nothing is going back in this house. Oh no, that is my no. rule. That's a hard and fast yeah. rule. Once you're out to the driveway, you're halfway to the curb, and Thank if you. you don't get a nice new home by the end of the day, bye bye. And that is why. The everything must go. We will take a quarter an item <laughs> sale. At the end of my sale, I have a big box, and I just write free on it. Get it out of here. At 2 o'clock, I start selling all of Ant's merchandise for a quarter, <laughs> including that antique train And set. she usually gets away with it because my Mr. Snyder is usually around the back of the house <laughs> telling me to get Julie in control because she's selling all this good stuff for cheap. She's giving it away. And then I have to talk him down and say, it's in a sale on our driveway. Like, it's garbage. We're, Nobody wants this. We're not bringing it back it's in. It's not coming back in the house. Well, I love it. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. Is this a, is this an on year or this off year? This is an off year. Oh, and It's an off year. We did one last year. Oh, my last Lord. Last year was when you were at your, the height of your mania. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the one, Everything must go. The one family came walking uh, up uh, the sidewalk. And remember, I sort of yelled out. She, to them she, she lures them. Like, she would do great on the strip in Vegas, like <laughs> luring people into a club or a restaurant. Yeah. She she pulls people in with the promise of 
of mystery and mystique. We've got we've got a whole table of electronics. Get over here. Yeah. Little do they know it's like a 1980s cassette <laughs> tape player that you know my Mr. Snyder won't part with. It's oh every, yeah, he did for a quarter. He did I for sold. a quarter begrudgingly. <laughs> it's every eight track you ever wanted. It's every K Tell oldie hits. Uh, I it's, love it. It's junk. It's all junk, and it can go. Because I told you, one of these days my house is just gonna go up in a cloud of smoke because I tripped over the gas tank and dropped a lighter. Well, the only thing I'll say uh, to close out this great, I love this, is <laughs> when I go to Anne's to help in air quotes with her yard sale, invariably I come home with like three bags of my, my junk that I've paid her two quarters yeah. for. <laughs> no, I don't ever take the money because she brought the coffee and the donuts. So oh, I don't, I, I I'm losing it. money on this deal. Ladies, get a great friend that lives in close proximity and clean out your jewelry closet. Clean out oh, your, sure. your Tupperware cupboards. Do it. Clean out your kids' clean it out. toys. Not the stuffed animals. No. And not the flower vases. No. But everything else must go. Goodbye. Well, I mean, you're not saying goodbye. Like, No, I'm not saying goodbye. I'm you're saying, saying goodbye to your item. Then next year I'll post the sale dates on the oh, website. So awesome. <laughs> well, I, I can't wait. I got to go get a roll of quarters. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. <laughs> and no early birds. <laughs> to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I am Julie Snyder. Now, <laughs> Julie, <laughs> as I understand it, you are fresh back from the all-high school reunion in Pittsburgh. That's right. One of the things that I often joke about is how little memory I have long-term memory. When we talk about long-term memory, I'm going back 35 years. Wow to high school graduation. Give you a little idea. My high school was very small, 75 or six people in my senior class total. Wow. So it was a K through 12 school district co-located two buildings on one block in a borough named Edgewood right outside of the city line of Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania. And it was an idyllic place as described at the reunion what we experienced was utopia. Mm-hmm. It was a time of our lives, and it was really a time in history, thinking about the 70s, where there was such an innocence in this country. We walked home for lunch. We went through all of our yearbook photos and all of our memory items. There was not one picture nor one memory that included our parents. Because the way I grew up, when you hit ninth grade, you were on your own. You were independent. You were autonomous. There were no big parties where you went and there were pills, prescription drug bowls. Nobody, a few kids smoked pot. And I guess we all experimented with alcohol. But Some nobody was drinking. still experimenting. Well, I'm just okay. None of us <laughs> drank and drove. None of us were shooting up heroin. I mean, it was just a different, it was a different, different time. time. It was a different time. My senior year, I was... Uh, I had two older sisters, both of whom are highly successful, Ivy League and beyond, educated. Of course, I was voted class clown and loudest. Well, I love the one picture that you show from your high school yearbook, and it's Julie dressed some outfit. I was the like, Viking. With a big Viking hat on with two big tusks coming out of it like the um, the fat lady with the braids at the opera. <laughs> well, not just a minute. That's a red kickball with duct tape. And it was after oh. Bubbles graduated, that was his name, Bubbles, uh, I I became the school mascot. I, wow. I felt I should have been a cheerleader, but I could never master the cartwheel. Wow. The so, cartwheel, she unforgiving. <laughs> she unforgiving. She unforgiving. So I went back to my high school reunion, and it was a blast. But getting about getting back to that long-term, short-term memory, besides probably the three or four really close friends that I still keep in touch with, I had no idea who anybody was. And for our name tags, we just wrote our names in our class. So guess what? Unless you're walking around with the yearbook, you don't know who any of these people are. A couple oh of gosh. observations, Anne. Women, is it in the school gym? No, it was in the Heinz 
Center for History or for something. For ketchup lovers. Yeah, it was a beautiful. Thank you, Hines. Thank you to the Heinz family. I mean, let's give a shout out in Pittsburgh. We love the melons. We love the Heinz. We love the... Operators in our sponsorship headquarters are standing by. <laughs> we don't know who we love. There were 600 people in this huge room, and you were seated by class. So, like, all the all the class. So you were separated from your two sisters. No, because oh. I graduated in 80. One graduated in 79. The other 78. We all sat together because we were clustered, if you will, by decades. Sure. The dancing was off the hook because what? shake your groove thing came on and and you do what you're told <clears throat> when shake your groove thing came on i started just dancing you know <laughs> oh by the way she dances like the church lady from saturday night live <laughs> i started dancing you know in place and uh, a person i'm just gonna say his name was paul i'm not gonna say his last name he gradu- you know who you are, Paul. He graduated a year before me. He came over and grabbed my hand and said, come on, Julie, let's dance. Let's do this. Now, thing. I was wearing a pink slide flip-flop leather, nice shoe, but without a back. It was a, a mm. leather flip-flop. <laughs> I, think, I think the operative words are flip and flop. <laughs> so we were shaking our groove thing, and we That's were just cool. like dancing. You know, he right. was snapping, I was snapping. Sure, sure. The next thing I, I know, good. he reached out for my hand, and we were doing what's no, that? No, no. What's that called? The Charleston. What, yeah. is, what is what is that dance? <laughs> you know doing? where you like you the the shag. Did, we were did, shagging. Did, did. Okay. Oh wow. Is that called? I'm shag? pretty sure it's not. <laughs> Pretty sure you weren't shagging. Well, we were like doing this dance okay. where you it's hold a on to audience. each other's yes. hands. Okay. And he tr- pull, he lets go of one hand, and you let go of one hand, and you roll under and roll back and roll under okay. and roll back, okay. and then you you hold hands again. And I mean, there was a sa- there was the, there was a safe distance between our bodies. There Excellent. was room for the Holy Spirit, as it were. And I was shaking my groove thing, and I was just having fun, <laughs> and we were really, I mean, dancing. He was spinning wow. me out, wow. spinning me back, wow. spinning me out. Spinning wow. Me out. <laughs> All in the flip flop? Well, well not so much. He spun me out. I fell out of my flip flops. <laughs> and I and I, and I flopped. I went on my back and my legs went up. Did, did, my legs went oh up. Oh my in god. The air. I skid across the t- Not only Haynes her way, Haynes every which way. I sk- what? I I skid across the dance floor on my back. I hit the back of my head. I woke up to the paramedics pumping my chest. I said, whoa. I opened my eyes. Let's sit the next one out, Polly. He was standing over me with his hands. And he said, get up. Are you okay? And I said, oh, yeah. Not only am I okay, we're going to finish this dance. Yes, we are. We kept shaking our group thing. I'm I'm putting it on. That's our music today. Here's what I'm going to say. I don't know. (laughs) A lot of people in my class opted not to come. Even people that lived in that hometown. No, I mean like. I'm laughing at you falling down. (laughs) I didn't fall in. I flew Cherry Eagle Annie. Arms and legs. Spread Eagle. Now, I was wearing black leggings and a a black Uh, halter. Really flattering, by the way. And great looking hair, if if I might add one more piece of compliment. Nothing looks as great as laying on the floor. (laughs) I don't care what you're wearing. And thank God. But I'll tell you, someone caught on social media. Uh, they posted me dancing, and no, I and I was no, so horrified no, that no. they caught me falling, but no. they didn't. Woo. So I think with permission. And if you did, this is not a green light to make those pictures accessible. If you did catch the fall, yeah, don't don't please post don't it. have respect. Don't. But go to your reunions. Go back and have fun. Don't drag your spouse. No, because they hate it. But really get together with your friends. I booked breakfast, lunches, and dinners. The whole weekend I was there just to make sure that I had that opportunity to catch up with friends. One last observation. Ladies, most of you look fabulous Uh from... (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. No, I'm just saying. You look fabulous. Your hair looked great. You you all look great. Whether we've put on 20 pounds or more, we (laughs) still all looked good. (laughs) But the men, you guys were a hot mess. Oh, I mean, not Paul. 
not Paul, but a lot of the men, not all the men, but there were a couple that I thought, oh my God, the wheels came off. The thinning <laughs> hair, the bad, ill-fitting clothes, sweating, sweating, sure. sweating, yeah. some sweating yeah. guys. No, thank you. Uh-uh. Surprisingly enough, the men from the class of 69, many of whom were in a Gucci loafer, a press pant, and a navy blue blazer were quite appealing to me. Uh, No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. There you go. Well, I just want to give a shout out to the reunion, and I want to tell you to go. And if they are playing Shake Your Groove, then go for it. Do it. But not in, I I danced the rest of the night barefoot. Well, cautionary tale. There you go. Go Uh, Vikings. This is Snyder on call. Well, welcome back to Snyder on Call. Halfway through summer, Ann. Uh, we got another six weeks to go. <laughs> Well, we do. And, you know, ladies, we just really hope that you are taking the time to be with friends, to be with your life partner. Run through the sprinkler. Have a freezy pop. Yeah, that's true. Listen for when the ice cream truck comes. Oh, my God. And just <laughs> run like a banshee to try to catch well, them. who are we kidding? We're not running for that. I no, mean, I mean, uh, but I mean, I, I Let hope... the kids run. Yeah, let the kids run. Give them some money and let them run. Let's mm. enjoy the joy of summer and if my husband doesn't cut a limb off on this current project I hope that I have a date with him too before yeah, the end sure. of the summer Why not? I don't know that we're going to get away and I would say Snyder on call we might be going on a little bit of a what's it called when you take a break oh a retreat no. a sojourn What's it called? Oh, sabbatical. We're going to go sabbatical, and I would say for four weeks. Got to tap out for a bit. We're going to go on sabbatical. We're going to take the month of August off, just like everybody else, right? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a break. We're going to tell our listeners a couple of things. We have had so much fun in the first nine or eight, no, nine editions. This is our ninth podcast. Can you believe it? We have a great feeling, Anne, because you know what? We're going to hit the 1,000th listen of Snyder on Call when we upload nine. Even though Anne and I freely admit we have listened to 500. (laughs) I mean, we, we are number one listeners and number two. We know that there are women that are having fun listening to this we have said over and over again we are not ready for prime time no we're in beta mode but we have a dream and our dream is as we refine our craft and keep working on delivering great content to the amazing women that listen to us that one day we will be discovered my dream is to wake up in the morning, get rid of the kid at school or camp or whatever the day brings, come over here, maybe in my pajamas, maybe not, no, with a n- cup of coffee and no just apology. sit all day and chitty chit chat with the tape running. Well, there you <laughs> go. That's my dream. And pull down a six-figure paycheck. Well, we, we, we <laughs> got to get paid. We need the income because we got to yeah. go to Mr. Macy. Well, we got a lot of people pulling at us for our income. We got to put the kids through a, a four-year accredited date at high school and, and four-year college. The most important thing about Snyder on Call is the importance and the sacredness of friendship. Uh-oh, she going, she go, she going <laughs> ugly crying now. She, she no, I'm not going to cry, baby. I'm just saying the importance of friendship and the importance of being a great friend through thick and thin. And let me tell you, ladies, we all have lived the journey and we have all lived thick and thin. So Anne and I are getting ready to go into a little little bit of a sandbox. We don't think it's going to be quicksand. We appreciate your listenership. We appreciate you laughing with us. And if my husband is not out there electrocuting the cheapers, if anybody from Home Depot is listening or Lowe's, we would certainly entertain your sponsorship offer. So, ladies, let's really enjoy the rest of the summer. And we're going to be right back with you this fall. For sure. Are we in? For sure. For sure. Life is a journey, and uh, we're happy you're on it with us. Don't forget the map, though, Anne. Oh, shapers. (laughs) (laughs) I am Julie Snyder, and I am so honored. 
We're going to have to add it back now because this is like, this is menopause breakdown. You've been listening to menopause breakdown. No, I'm just saying I've been so honored to be in studio with Ann Snyder. There you go. Oh, jeez. Stay tuned for more. We're going to have a real happy music oh on the Anybody from My Doll is out there? <laughs> no. Anybody want to kick us some sponsorship? No. Scoot will take it. No, stay tuned St. again. John's Ward. Like us on Facebook. <laughs> Uh, like Still us. working out that Twitter handle. And if you don't remember I that password. can't pa- find the folder. You have to just remember your password. I, I can't know t- what it is. We would be really good on Twitter. We'd be so good on Twitter. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bicep. This is the goal. By Labor Day, we're going to be back, and we're going to have a Twitter account that's and, active. And then look out. All right. See you soon. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay happy. Snyder on call. Exhale. There's nothing more. To do.